This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. This is Farah Siddiqui. Want to go over the week 14 waiver wire ads. This is the last week. For most people to get into the playoffs, um, <laughs> I know I know how important this week is to a lot of people. So you know I'm gonna try to help as many people as I can this week. Uh, you know whether it's in the comments, whether it's the DMs, or if you text me or whatever the case may be. You know I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna do my best here. Okay, so um, I'm I'm hoping that you know the whole community can get in to their respective playoffs, but we know that's not how it works. Um, so I'm hoping that. This waiver wire article, or you know, the waiver wire article that I have up on UpperHandFantasy.com, and this podcast can help you out. Um, hope everyone's having a, a good week so far. Let, let's get right into it. Um, if if you if you're new to the podcast, uh, the waiver wire article uh, is up. Uh, it goes up every week, early in the week, and then I have two podcasts uh, that come out later in the week uh, that go over all of the matchups, and that that comes out on Thursday morning and Friday morning. Okay, it's called the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast, just in case you didn't know. Okay, cool. So um, let's get right into it. Let's get into the running back pickups first. Uh, Deontay Foreman, um, you know, we all we, we forgot about him because he was on the bye. Uh, but, but again, he was the primary early down running back for the Titans in week 12. Um, he had 19 carries for 109 yards in that game. Uh, he had about 50% of snaps, right? Uh, they did go run heavy, um, even though they were down in that game. Um, now... Jeremy McNichols, uh, he's probably going to return from that concussion. Now, this could be a three-man backfield, right? Um, it's like, you know, it's either Dontrell Hilliard who did enough to take away work from McNichols or just take over that job as, like, the complement to Foreman plus being the passing down back, or he comes in, completely takes over for Hilliard, or this becomes a three-man, three-man backfield, right? So there's a little bit you know, uh, of ambiguity here uh, when it comes to, like, how much fantasy value you're going to be able to, like, extract out of this backfield. Uh, but, you know, there, there is a good chance that uh, Deontay Foreman kind of will, like, keep his role as that early down back, you know. Um, so so that, that's that's kind of the hope. Um, so, you know, b- because the possibilities remain somewhat wide, you know, with this backfield still in a state of flux, you know, I might not go crazy trying to get Foreman uh, if he is available in terms of, like, how much money you're spending. But at the same time, like, if you're just trying to make it to the playoffs and he's available and you need a running back, I get it. Just blow it. Blow all your fab. Uh, Amir Abdullah. Um, you know, he's on a bat. On a, like, I think a lot of these, uh, I think the top four running backs that I'm going to mention, 
were on by this week. Amir Abdullah, right? Christian McCaffrey out for the season. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, you know, this week against the Falcons, you know, he could be a decent play, could get some volume. Uh, but Abdullah has been their passing down guy, right? And if you're already in the playoffs or you're hoping that you can make it to the playoffs and you don't necessarily need someone like Chuba Hubbard, Amir Abdullah might be the guy uh, to play between these two guys, between Abdullah and Hubbard against Buffalo, Tampa, and New Orleans in Week 15, 16, and 17 because, A, those are very tough run defense, and the Panthers will likely be down in those games, right? So Abdullah will be the one on the field while the Panthers are in passing situations and while they play catch-up. So, you know, he is going to be viable in PPR leagues. Um, he's been targeted on a relatively high rate on a per-route you know, per basis. So uh, he's somebody that could potentially give you low-end RB2 or PPR flex value. Um, you know, during the fantasy playoffs. Dontrell Hilliard, you know, again, I mentioned him. He had 12 carries on about 50% of snaps in week 12. He did have that 68-yard touchdown that put him at 131 rushing yards on the day. Um, he was the primary passing down back, right? So he ran 15 routes to Foreman's nine. Um, Jeremy McNichols, you know, like I said, he's going to return. We'll see what happens in this backfield. Now, Hilliard, I prefer Hilliard over McNichols because Hilliard has shown a lot uh, over the last couple of weeks, right, with McNichols out. So because of that, I think Hilliard has the upper hand here. Um, you can grab McNichols too if Hilliard's not available. Um, you're kind of just taking a shot on him reclaiming his role as the primary pass catch running back over Hilliard um, and be that sole complement to Foreman. And then you have like the Jets running backs, Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson. Coleman was the primary ball carrier, uh, while Ty Johnson was a clear pass catcher out of this group. Tough matchup this week, um, you know. So it, it'll be tough to trust Coleman um, against the Saints, uh, but he should be the guy on early downs for as long as Michael Carter's out, which might be another week or so. Um, Johnson, you know, Ty Johnson is a deep PPR flex play this week, you know, just in case if the Jets go down big early, then it's very possible that Ty Johnson will be the guy, you know, seeing more than 50% of snaps. Rashad Penny actually finished a game, right? <laughs> Which was nice to see. Adrian Peterson looked absolutely terrible. Um, Penny was slightly better than Peterson. Um, Alice Collins is going to make his way back, but if you look at all these running backs, and these are obviously, now we're getting super deep here, and like you're in deep in a deeper league, there's no one to pick up, you know, and you're kind of like just throwing a, a home run shot on your bench. Um, you know, there is a chance that Seattle does the same that Tennessee does, right, with Adrian Peterson, just cut him, if Penny continues to stay healthy. His issue has always been health, right? Um, I, I don't trust him to stay healthy, but he's a pickup in deep leagues, like with, with slim pickings at running back, uh, just in case that he ends up being the guy at some point. But you know, this is this is I'm going deep here. Uh, Jordan Howard, right? He's a pickup just in case Miles Sanders isn't back after the bye. He 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 re-injured that ankle again this past week um, for like the third straight for the second straight week. He re-injured it. Um, if Sanders doesn't go and Howard is back, then he'll be the 1A in an offense that likes to run the ball, right? Um, Boston Scott, you know, if neither Sanders or Howard is back after the bye, then Scott will be the 1A, right, in, in, in a valuable backfield. Now, there are some handcuffs, right, that are available in, in 50 to 40, 40 to 50% of leagues. Um, you know, you don't have to roster the starter, okay, in order for you to roster the backup, right? If the starter goes down, you now have another potential starter, right? Increases the upside for your team. Like, if you already have Joe Mixon, you don't necessarily have to grab Samaj P. Ryan, right? You can grab, like, Khalil Herbert because if 
David Montgomery goes down, you have Joe Mixon and Khalil Herbert now, right? Does that make sense? So you're kind of increasing the upside, increasing your chance of winning a championship. But um, there's nothing wrong with handcuffing your own guy, okay? I'm just kind of a lot of people think that, you know, believe it or not, a lot of people think that they could, they should be only rostering the handcuffs of their own uh, own, own running backs. Um, but Ramondre Stevenson, you know, he's available in about 40% of leagues, uh, Yahoo leagues. They have a bye this week, but Damian Harris did suffer a hamstring injury uh, on Monday night. So I'd stash Stevenson just in case Harris can't go in week 15. Uh, Samaje Pirine, he, he'll be the handcuff to Joe Mixon. Um, the thing with Pirine is that he already owns the third and longs and the two-minute offense in that in you know on the Bengals. So if Joe Mixon were to get hurt, Samaje Pirine would play every role. You know, um, obviously uh, Chris Evans would 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 factor in, uh, but Samaje Pirine would get a ton of the of the valuable uh, snaps. Okay, uh, Khalil Herbert. You know, we know that he obviously killed it with David Montgomery out for a few weeks. Uh, he, he was an every down back when that happened. Devontae Booker, same thing. Uh, close to an basically an every down back uh, when Saquon Barkley was out. Ronald Jones, if Leonard Fournette gets hurt, uh, Ronald Jones uh, would be the primary back in early downs. And then I would guess that Gio Bernard reclaims his role as the passing down back. But this is a good offense. So Ronald Jones will definitely have some value. And he has serious big playability as well. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., it might be smart to pick him up. You know, Elijah Mitchell is in the concussion protocol. Uh, Wilson had a flare-up in his knee, um, according to Kyle Shanahan, but he's day-to-day. It's possible he's the guy this week if Mitchell can't clear the protocol. Uh, and then you have Jermichael Hasty. you know, as you know, as somebody who, if both of these guys don't go, Jermichael Hasty will probably be the guy. Carlos Hyde, um, you know, he's somebody to stash as well. Uh, you know, he's probably like the least, you know, <laughs> the guy I want least on this list. But, you know, these are the guys who are available in most leagues. So, uh, Carlos Hyde, you know, he would be close to an every down back uh, if James Robinson were to go down or if they shut him down or whatever the case may be. All right, moving on to wide, wide receivers. Uh, KJ Osborne is somebody that you can use right away. Uh, Adam Thielen had a high ankle sprain. It's possible that he misses several weeks. There's no confirmed timetable just yet as of me recording this, but at least we can almost guarantee that he misses this Thursday's game against Pittsburgh. Uh, this is a good matchup for wide receivers too. So, uh, And Osborne only ran one less route than Justin Jefferson with Thielen getting hurt early in the game. Um, Russell Gage, he's put together enough games where I can start to trust him. He's had 10-plus PPR points in five of his last seven games. Um, the other two games uh, were goose eggs. <laughs> Those goose eggs definitely hurt. Uh, but we can't ignore that Levin catch 130-yard performance in Week 13. He, he's entering the low-end PPR wide receiver three conversation. Uh, Sterling Shepard has been banged up all season. It looks like he's set to return. The only reason why he isn't a why he he isn't the number one wide receiver on this list is because there's no guarantee he's back this week. But once he is back, he's in the wide receiver three conversation. Uh, he'll be a high end wide receiver three once he's back to form, uh, which might only take a game or so. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. Uh, but with the other wide receivers, you know, failing to command any sort of target share, uh, you know, when they get that when they got the opportunity without Shepard, uh, you know, without Tony even Galladay couldn't do it. But Shepard, you know, remains the only one that Daniel Jones or, or you know seems to have trusted this entire season. Right now, Jones isn't going to be playing this week, um, but it's, possi- it's possible that he's back. Either way. Uh, Sterling Shepard is somebody that uh, you can potentially depend on. In his three games where he played 90, 90% or more of snaps, he's averaged 11 targets. His matchups coming up aren't amazing, but he can still get it done for you. Uh, Devontae Parker would also be higher in this list if he didn't have a bye this week. If I was playing for week 15 and beyond, Parker would probably be my number one or number two wide receiver pickup along with Shepard. Um, he's had some good performances when he's played this year, and if he can stay healthy, 
His fantasy playoff schedule is great. Jets, Saints, Titans from weeks 15 to 17. Uh, Kendrick Bourne's target share hasn't been dependable. Obviously, you know, the Patriots went super run heavy. <laughs> Incredible game. Um, you know, Mac Jones literally threw the ball just a couple times. Um, but, you know, he Bourne's one of those players who's involved every week. He can get it done for you more often than not. He's he's also had a few wide receiver one weeks this week, this year. Um, so he can raise the ceiling for your team, um, you know, if, if your team has like a, a high is a high floor type of roster, he can kind of like spice it up a little bit. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling, you know, he's boom bust, but it's hard to ignore the ten and nine target games he's had before the bye. Randall Cobb was dealing with that groin injury, you know, so we'll see if he can be out for if he's out for a period period of time, you know, and if that's the case, I do, do think that MBS will benefit from that. Um, so it's really tough to figure out which lines wide receiver is going to lead them in targets. You know, it was it was Josh Reynolds in week twelve. It was Amon Ross St. Brown in week thirteen. You know, Reynolds still had a solid game this week. He had outings of seven yards and sixty nine yards receiving over the last two games. Um, and then he, you know, he has a high depth of targets, so he can kind of get it done for you on one play. Um, he has flex potential moving forward. You know, Amara St. Brown had a great game, but you know, he's been playing and he hasn't necessarily been, you know, super productive, right? It's gonna be kind of on and off with him, a little bit more volatile potentially. Traquan Smith um, is someone you can pick up. Deontay Harris has been suspended for three games, so there will be some more targets to go around in New Orleans. Uh, Smith ran the most routes of any of the Saints wide receivers last week, so he'll be my bet uh, to be the most valuable wide receiver left. Uh, Nick Westbrook-Akina, uh, if Julio Jones you know, isn't back this week, I think Nick is a flex play. He received 22% of targets in Week 12 before his bye. He has a good matchup against the Jaguars in Week 14. Uh, Julio Jones was... Uh, designated to return off the IR, so he's already started to practice. You know, we'll see if he's back this week or not. Uh, Jamison Crowder, if you're in a deep PPR league, Crowder can help you a bit. Uh, Corey Davis, um, you know, ha- has is having core muscle surgery. He's out for the year, so you know, Crowder has some solid matchups over the next few weeks. He could potentially get it done for you in PPR leagues as a as a flex play. Uh, some tight end pickups and streams. Um, let's see, uh, Ricky Seals Jones, uh, Logan Thomas. You know, he's actually not torn his ACL, according to Ron Rivera uh, through Ian Rappaport. It is still possible that he misses a stretch of time. So Ricky Seals-Jones should be picked up, assuming that Thomas won't play for the rest of the fantasy season. Um, He did get some limited practice in last week, um, so there's a chance he's back from his own hip injury this week. Now, if he's out, John Bates would be the guy um, who potentially plays every snap, just like these other guys do. Tyler Conklin uh, is someone who could benefit with Adam Thielen out this week, uh, you know, potentially out longer as well with that high ankle sprain. Uh, but Conklin should see some extra targets. He saw a season-high nine targets with Thielen leaving the game early in Week 13. Um, the Vikings play on Thursday night. Ger- Gerald Everett, um, he had the worst possible game I've ever seen for a tight end ever <laughs> this past week. He lost two fumbles, right, and then comedically dropped a touchdown that ended up as an interception. If you saw the way he did it, he he was in the end zone, good good ball. He dropped it, you know, be, you know, because he was looking to get into the end zone before he caught it. It ended up like he fell. It bounced off his feet. Like and it just landed in the defender's arms. It was just it was just comical. But I think no man was ever more happy than his team ended up winning. Um, but you know he's somebody who has been getting the targets. He has been getting the target share. Um, you know he can potentially get it done for you. So he he has a good matchup this week. 
you know. So I'm, I'm willing to to, to to take a take a shot on Everett in in a in a game where he's definitely trying to make <laughs> make it up to his team. Uh, but he, I'm sure he's glad that they won that game. Uh, Foster Moreau, you know, hasn't had the best game and a half without Darren Waller. We definitely had lofty expectations for him. Uh, but if Waller is out again this week, you know, he does have a good matchup against Kansas City. Uh, no other Raiders tight end ran a route this past Sunday. I think he should still be in streaming consideration if Waller is out again. Evan Ingram has had four double-digit PPR fantasy outings over his last six games. He's a solid streamer this week in a decent matchup. Uh, Cole Komet, you know, he's a deep streamer if you need it, especially if Allen Robinson's out again. Uh, CJ Ozama's route participation has gone up to great levels over the past three games. He doesn't have much production to show for it. Uh, but just know if you need to take a shot on somebody, you know, he is running a route on every, nearly every pass play. So, you know, he can give you a, a decent game. And we've seen those boom games come from him earlier this year. And that was with him running a route on, on not nearly as many uh, quarterback dropbacks. Okay, some streams this week. Uh, Taysom Hill uh, at the Jets. Uh, you know, look at what he did last week. He had a terrible game, but he still ended up getting it done for you in fantasy football. He's, he was a, Q, a QB1 last week, right? Uh, Taylor Heineke uh, at home against Dallas. You know, that could be a little bit of a, a shootout or at least, with, you know, with him coming back in that game. Uh, Cam Newton against Atlanta. You know, he should be able to bounce back against a, 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 not a great um, defense. Ben Roethlisberger at Minnesota. Ben, actually, you know, I, I talked about him as a streamer last week. Okay, he came through. Um, but at Minnesota, this could be another game that kind of goes back and forth. Um, and we know Minnesota. They're always in, in good games at the end. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater at home against Detroit. Um, you know, this is not, you know, it's a good, really, really good matchup for Teddy. But he hasn't been playing great lately. But at the same time, you know, if these other guys aren't available, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, defensive streams. Uh, Green Bay. There's a lot of defensive streams this week, man. A lot that who are available easily. Green Bay at home against Chicago. Denver at home against Detroit. Tennessee at home against Jacksonville. Uh, New Orleans in New York. Seattle in Houston, and the Chargers against the Giants at home. And that's it. That's all we got. Um, yeah, that's it. So I'll see you guys on Thursday once again uh, for the uh, Week 14 matchup preview. Uh, hope you guys get who you want on waivers. Good luck this week. I'll see you guys soon. Later.